Welcome to Potadelphia. My name is Dave Diorio. You can find me on Twitter at fat underscore lobster. And I'm joined by my three favorite weekly podcast partners for the last time. What's up, Sarah, Gina, Nico? Nico's been asleep this whole time. No, I'm I'm watching the Phillies, top of the eighth. Oh, Oh, yeah. Right. Not not so <laughs> macho row. Not macho. <laughs> well row. done. Well done. We forgot the like order. That. So Dave throws to us. Us. I talk. I go. Hi. I'm Sarah Siders. You can find me on Twitter at Sarah Plain Tired because I apparently <laughs> wanted to tweet more nonsense, not have potential employers see it. Um, <laughs> you can find the show. I don't know where you're gonna find the show in the future. Um, we're kind of Potadelphia. Gene will definitely still be broadcasting for the barrels of the vet. Barrels <laughs> of the vet. Uh, yes, so you heard us correctly. Uh, this will be the the last show uh, for Potadelphia in its current manifestation. I guess we'll say uh, we're we're ending the the weekly podcast live stream format. Um, but we're still going to – this group is still going to produce content in some way, shape, or form uh, moving forward, whether it's just social media posts, whether it's writing articles, whether it's creating artwork or um, watch parties or some uh, scripted video content, or maybe it's just spur-of-the-moment uh, videos like this. Uh, we're just going to remove the constraint of a weekly episodic – uh, podcast live stream show. How's everyone feel about that? <laughs> Much to everyone's chagrin. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so this episode is going to be, uh, you know, it's going to be a little bit of a walk down memory lane. We're going to talk about some current stuff going on uh, with the with the four teams in Philadelphia. We may have some guests pop in and out. I don't know. Uh, we're just going to roll with it and uh, and and play it by ear. Well, I, you know what? I'll go back and say much to my chagrin or everybody's chagrin just because, you know, I've been popped. You guys have been gracious enough to invite me on your show a handful of times here or there. And, uh, you know, as an avid listener prior to ever making an appearance on the show, it's you guys will sorely be missed on the weekly basis. Um, you know, I don't watch Philadelphia sports without thinking what you guys might say. <laughs> or a comment on the current situation at any given point. So uh, as a listener and as a fan of Potadelphia before making an appearance, I salute you. I salute your content. I salute everything that you were about on the show and everything that you represented as avid Philadelphia and sports fans in general. Um, great facts. Learned a lot. Laughed a lot. Hats off to you. All three of you. Well, we had such a major drop off in listenership once we actually included Nico on the show. Oh, and I'm sure and who's surprised by that? That's that's not that's not. No, I, I meant more that like because because Nico was on the show and not listening more than anything. <laughs> we lost a listener, but gained a host. Yeah. <laughs> then that's um, not true. Yeah. I mean, of- <clears throat> so this this little show started uh, four years ago at. Uh, at Barnaby's Pub in, in Delco, um, where we kind of conceptualized the idea, and uh, and I guess it kind of started with a logo. I mean, more than anything else. Yeah. 
a, a logo and a name. We like had the name Potted Elfie and then had to create a show around it. <laughs> um, I think that was the last production meeting we had. We had the first production meeting of, hey, let's do a show, okay. And then it's like, yeah, we'll, we'll do these periodically and then never had one again. Um, which, you know, that it took us a bit to, to find what this show was going to be. Um, although, if you, if you listen to the, the first episode, the episode zero, our mascots episode, <laughs> that captured the essence of the show. And then, like, okay, for the real ones, we thought we had to give, like, you know, we had to break down plays and shit and go like, oh, we're, we're your experts. And I'm like, no, that's not us. We we are here for the jokes. We are here for the vibes. You know, we are here for how, how these teams make us feel. And, you know, just being knowledgeable sports fans. We're not, we were never going to give you the X and O's. We tried. <laughs> that did not work. Um, but if we were bored doing it, people were probably bored listening to it. Yes. And we threw that out the window very early. And, you know, it's been four years. I've been here for most of it. Uh, I took my temporary hiatus from the show and now the show is taking a hiatus as well. But I really do. You know, I'm proud of the work we've done over the last almost four or four plus. I can't I, I don't recall years. But it's been great. It's been fun. My my microphone broke, so I'm talking to you from my phone. So it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, we um, we, wait, we you started got, wait, wait, the show. Wait a second, you guys have microphones? Stop. I'll I'll sell one to you real cheap. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. I'm <laughs> over. I'm over here in a cave talking <laughs> through a a Nexigo, uh 1080p webcam, and it probably sounds like it, looks like it. And is offensive to anybody of a rep that has a reputable stature in your community. I don't know the the judge down the hall here at the vet has been awful yappy today. So there's there's some sort of Johnny Depp thing that's happening right next to the fanatic or whatever. I'm not sure. Yeah, I want you to switch that background from the vet to the stack of boxes. Let's see that background. Do you do you still have that one that you can flip back to? No, that's that's reality. Is a stack of <laughs> background. Some of us well, are moving right. in like four weeks. Nice. I like the stack of boxes. It's warm. It's cozy. So just going back to like when we started, we started the show like hot on the heels of the Eagles Super Bowl victory. It was kind of when the whole the whole ball got rolling. So we started it in 2018. Um, it's funny that some of my favorite memories from this show were some of the episodes where we actually weren't even talking about current events going on with Philadelphia sports. Uh, I, I love going back and listening to the, the snowballs at Santa Claus episode where we, we broke that down uh, and the history of that. I love the fog bowl episode. Um and so just like if I, th I found that I found those episodes to be kind of like the most enjoyable ones that we did, because we're just kind of, you know, free flow conversation. And there wasn't, a, you know, any pressure around current events or having to give like some sort of like hot take um, about a current situation in Philadelphia sports. Gene, what was your favorite episode that we did? I was just thinking about that. Um 
one of my favorite episodes is the one where I interviewed my dad. Um, that, was, that was classic. That was really like the first episode where we had like <laughs> two out of three of us were like down. Like we couldn't go yeah. on the show. I don't know. I remember why, but yeah. And I remember calling my dad like <laughs> seven o'clock that night. And originally we were first going to try and have him be on the phone and I was going to record from my studio and it just wasn't working out. So he ended up coming over. And we just shared my microphone and just recorded that way. Um, so, two G and one uh, mic. I th- what's that? Oh, two G one mic. Yes, yeah. yeah, it was good. It was, good. It was worth. Yeah. It was worth repeating. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I I think that uh, it's it's partly uh, sort of going to be a fun thing that um, <clears throat> you know in ten years or fifteen years my nephews might want to you know listen if I want to be like hey do you want to hear what your your pop thought about Whatever I don't even remember what was happening, and currently I'm sure it's mostly Eagles talk. But it was also um, like a time where we were very paranoid about missing a single week. Like we were like, right, oh, right, we right, can't right. let our listeners down. We can't take yeah, a week yeah. off. Yeah, what'll happen? The whole but thing slipped into the though, void. So yeah. That's important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no. It's it, so you gain listenership. It, you learn a lot doing this kind of thing that you you know you don't know when you're walking into it and. Um, there's a, there's, there's, you have to, you, you have to commit to it. You have to do it every week. You have to not stop generating content. You have to tweet, you have to post, you have to do it Listen constantly to throughout the day. And honestly, it's exhausting. And my hat is off to anyone who can do it effectively with, I mean, there were three or and sometimes four of us, you know, working this thing. And we, we probably didn't produce the content that, that, we, we, we should have to, to keep this thing going is like a, at a very, very, very high level. But listen to what you just said, though. Isn't that like to tie it back to Philadelphia sports, which, you know, was the, uh, you know, the reason why you guys are here and everything like that. Like, that's what we expect out of our team, you know. So yeah. Yeah. why are not going to do it? Then just quit. Like, if, get if you don't give get that out of the business. Of that, nobody's going to listen. Yeah, get out. I remember I, I remember I I I, uh, I recorded an episode in the weight room of a hotel uh or my spring break trip. That was and and, and that was the uh the Sixers Nets playoff series uh with Jared Dudley. Yeah, the one where uh, Ben Simmons went missing, I think. The, the Dudley Ben Simmons uh series. which seems sort of strange now in hindsight that Ben Simmons had gone missing from the Nets before he even got traded. <laughs> you know, and yeah, now, the other thing that uh, this show sort of provided was there was um, a real gap in our lives where sports sort of in the current, there was no current sports for months. Um, yeah. And there was a oh, point yeah. where we just had no idea if they were ever going to come back. I mean, I guess we sort of assumed at some point things were going to go back to some semblance of normal but um you know i remember it sort of inspired us to go and um look at things like the philadelphia stars which i i take some personal credit in the resurrection of the usfl (laughs) i think that um clearly some people listen to that episode that are in very lofty places and they won a game yet gene i don't think so but uh but uh but I think just like <coughs> the USFL, <laughs> jeez, my cold. The USFL, <laughs> go give them. Get somebody, somebody one of us, up. one of us has just recovered from COVID. I will, I will let you guess which one it is. 
Gene has not recovered. That's the trick. Gene is succumbing to to COVID. Real real quick on that front, the the episode we did before all the sports shut down, I'm going to give myself a little pat on the back. It's like, no, this is going to be a big thing. You will get COVID. (laughs) Couldn't have predicted just how long it went, but, you know, we... It was an episode where we were talking up just how well the Flyers were playing and, you know, that, that COVID was coming and it was going to screw things up. To what extent, we were not prepared. But, um, yeah, that was, that was a fun one. That was a prophetic one. Uh, and the other thing that this show, you know, for me, what I'll get out of it is it does serve as, you know, a time capsule because there were, you know, it, 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 four years. And I mean, a lot of crazy things went down in Philly sports in those four years. I mean, there's the Wentz saga, there's the Fultz saga, there's the Simmons saga. Um, there was like whatever happened to the Flyers, like complete. I don't know what what it is. They went from like a normal thing to like an absolutely like crazy thing. There was like the Gabe Kapler stuff. I was just going to say, you're you're burying the fact that Gabe Kapler, who was absolutely this show's, uh, I mean, there wasn't an episode while he was in town that we didn't we didn't talk about Gabe. I mean, the guy in the penalty box or put him in the penalty box. The, The guy was essentially. Um, free content every we had the double doing and definitely uh, still doesn't know a thing about managing a ball. Club. Nah, he's an idiot. <laughs> oh, we had the double doink, we had the quadruple doink. I mean, we had the Philly one of those things was good for whatever it was three years ago. I feel like there was the 18 and 19 collapses and 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 COVID, you know. Right. Why do we have fond memories of this show? We covered a whole bunch of crap. <laughs> that sounds awful. Well, uh, you know, the double doink game was a positive one. Yeah. I, I mean, the the heroes and the people we advocated for on this show of, like, give Wentz time, you know? Yeah. Gotta support Simmons, you know, give, give him ours. And now it's like, you know, I think there was one point where we – determined and it was gene and i that like nick Foles was the greatest quarterback in eagles history and just driving dave up a wall and then it's like <laughs> i just like they've got stuff i know my grandkids are gonna be like pop pop you love you loved carson wentz oh, like, he's you're your gonna favorite quarterback isn't it you loved him we listened to your old episodes you love carson wentz you'd be a great pop pop <laughs> or pop I have both in my side of the family, and you know, both are very near and dear to my heart. Dave, you'd be great, Pop Pop. Like, Pop Pop just sits and watches the Phillies all night. He doesn't do <laughs> you look like you kind of already look like a Pop Pop. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. You know, what my dad's name is his name's Grand Dance. That's a tough one. To- I'm sorry, what Grand Dance? Grand Dance, you got it. So, I mean, actually, it's the, kiddo, cool. it's the kiddos that give you the. The moniker. I, I was going to say, you can't show up with your own name. The kids are going to decide. My dad wanted to be Zhaji, which yeah, sounds like it was one up. of the, like, wanted to be, it, that sounds like one of the Gabor sisters. Uh, <laughs> Ava, Gabe, uh, uh, the other one, and then Zhaji. They were the Gabor sisters. But no, my, my nephew was like, to the, uh... you're, you're, we're not going to call you that. We're just going to call you No-No. 
no, so that's, no. my dad ended no, up. No, 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 no. Yeah. yeah well, uh, I, I was thinking like you don't talk about no, no. When you got a no, no going, it's like, hey, no, no. Oh, you don't want to jinx it. Yeah. <laughs> Bring it back to sports. Yeah, it was more the opposite of 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 Nona. You have a Nona and a Nona. Right, right. My dad, my dad is pop up fuzzy, or sometimes fuzzy, or the fuzz. Is it because of his hairstyle? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, it's funny sometimes it's very obvious. <laughs> Go ahead, Nico. Dad's on the show. If you guys ever want to have some good content, I'd bring my dad on the show. Woo! He'd be dynamite. Well, we could make a special, uh, a special Father's episode. Day. Father's Day. Father's Day. We all or, bring like, our dads on or something. Maybe I'll have my dad play some like Celtic music. And they'd something. be weird. They get weird Talented. with each other. <clears throat> the I was gonna say, yeah, I, I feel like hell of a get, Philly fan. My goodness, we would get sort You're... of sidelined by the whole them not being able to hear each other, yelling over each other. Oh, oh yeah, we have to block out like episode. four hours for, <laughs> for poor Wi-Fi signals, connectivity <laughs> issues. Sound, you know. So, uh, yep. anybody have any favorite guests from the show? I thought maybe we were going to get uh, some guests in by now, but uh, I guess none of them love us and want to visit <laughs> to say goodbye. Uh, well, we got Tim in the chat. We have to do remember that this is a podcast. I have no idea if it will be posted, but let's pretend people <laughs> only <laughs> only will hear the uh, audio. Uh, from friend of the show, um, and like I love friend of the show. Like we got to know him and haven't known him since college. But uh, Tim Manning says, uh, "And why the hell am I reading this off my phone?" All thanks for the show. Thank you for the comments that I made that you included. Hey, like this one. There we go. That's fun. Thank you more for my comments that you did not include. Yep, we kept wow. Tim's racism off the feed. Wow. Um, <laughs> that guy, Tim ever call into the show? Speak live on the air? Did he ever have the... Uh, Listen, everyone's got the link... Everyone's everyone's welcome to join the show tonight. So I'm not, you know. Yeah, this is a this is a free for all. It's an open house. Tim, sort. We're waiting. <laughs> well, I'll go. I'll go with my um my favorite guests. Uh, is Nico doing a bit, or is he actually yeah, taking a bit? That was a bit. That okay, was a that bit. was it. Was convincing. It was convincing. Yeah. You thought so? I thought. I thought so. Yeah. Maybe I should get into acting. <laughs> There's no future in that. You, you you hang out with a whole bunch of low lowlifes that you'll never talk to again. Yeah, um, never talk to those people again. <laughs> um, but my my favorite guest, um, I got to interview Sean McIndoe, Sean uh, Down Goes Brown. That was a tremendous amount of fun. I had him on the hook to come back on the show, and then I flaked on him. So that's a big time news. Um, uh, we had Jessica Platt. Um, oh, for, that, was yeah. that was a good one. That was a nerve-wracking one, um, uh, the big coming out episode. Um, yeah, I, I hate to keep naming shows that you guys weren't on, but... Well, there were some was of the best thing. ones. Sarah was the one that was best uh, able to actual 
actually um, find guests that had like more national standing and not just people that we were related to. Uh, Dave and I are very good at being able to convince people that we're related to to come on the show and talk. Well, I did. Uh, I did get Dave Beccaria, the uh, the head coach of the Haverford College baseball team. Yes, that's true. Uh, and didn't on... you get some random guy that you met on an airplane? <laughs> Who was like into Jesus and weightlifting? Yeah, no, he was a boxing. Um, oh, right, boxing. He, he has like a boxing school in in uh, in Philadelphia, and uh, right, right, right. It was more. I was more afraid to not invite him onto the show. I totally um, get that. Know, but now, know, after the conversation, did like did you know he like give you like a cuff link from Rook and Rocky Marciano? <laughs> No. You ever want me on this show again? It was more no. like Belly Button Lint from uh, from no. uh, from George Frazier. <laughs> Joe Frazier. George Frazier yeah, would have been I, his little brother or something. It was a long flight to Arizona next to that gentleman, and he uh, mm. he read he read from me many times from the Good Book. Oh wow! Isn't that yeah. something? Now, how many Jack and Cokes did you have to get through till Arizona for that? <coughs> <laughs> there was there was not enough there was not enough on the on the aeroplane uh to meet my needs uh for that flight so that was it's a good good plane drink by the way jack and coke you'll never catch me drinking a jack and coke but you might twist my arm on a plane yeah yeah i feel like planes make you do things that you don't normally do yeah jack and coke's not a bad not a bad not a bad good plane drink any good like, go-to plane drink or is that something that you wouldn't talk about in this forum? A go-to plain drink. I mean, like, I would just do probably gin and tonic, like I always do. Yeah? Is that your plain drink? See, I Later always on, order... My and now I've adapted... drink, my plain drink. Yeah. Mm. I've, I've adapted my, my standard drink. I used to call it another name, and I feel like um, it really should have the moniker of the Canadian rum and coke. Um, mm. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Nico, I don't know if you've ever heard this story how many times have we told the story on the show look probably like 15 but uh, the very that, short well, version is i mean that was you a segue. It, i had this segue prepared and was just ready to roll it out gee if you want a if you want a canadian rum and cook here's how you make it you take a tom collins glass you put one ice cube one ice cube in the tom collins glass fill it up with your favorite clear rum then go get a pony can of coke not a regular full-size can it's got to be the little guy because that's how it goes. And then you dr you drink the co the rum, and then you drink the Coke. That's how you do a Canadian rum and Coke. Oh, so you pull the rum all the way. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, the first the first I drink I was able kids, to secure. Man. I don't know if I could get through one of those. The first but... drink I was able to secure in Canada uh, mm. in a small Chinese restaurant. Um, you know what, though? There was something poetic about the way that you just described that Canadian rum and Coke. I... I've only been talking about it for like 25 years, so I've sort of got it down to a science. Yeah, you know how did you? Um, you gonna give you just, that a try sometime? Did you just like take uh, several gulps of straight rum and then mm -hmm. and then chase it with the with the coke? That's yep. That's that's how that's the because I didn't know how to drink. I had no idea what I was doing. So when first of all, the guy looked at me like I was ordering something, um, you know, stupid or ridiculous. He was like, "You sure you want a rum and coke?" I was like, "Yeah, a rum and coke." <laughs> so he brought me a rum and a coke. And you know, you're supposed me. to say rum in Coke, rum in Coke. Right. I was probably, or, or yeah. I think it's been called a Cuba, a Cuba Libre is the technical. Is that how you're supposed to order it? Rum in Coke? 
Yeah, you didn't know that? What have you been no, saying? No, I, rum, I mean, and I don't coke all these years? Person, but I was always under the – in college, I probably drank a yeah, lot of rum yeah. and cokes. Like, you don't have a but gin and tonic. End. You have a gin in tonic. Or I thought it was a gin <laughs> apostrophe N as, like, I mean, gin and tonic. Gin, gin and tonic. Nick, were you, weren't you a bartender in New York City? No, just a waiter at a seafood restaurant. Oh, oh, a storied oh. seafood restaurant, mind you. But, you know, it's all abbreviations in the computer. So when, you know, when you're like punching everything in, you're like in the weeds and like trying to get stuff. And uh, yeah. And when you order it to a bartender, you know, you're in New York, you're not going to go, I would like a rum in Coke. <laughs> I rum remember Coke. Dave and I were going to a Mets I mean, game. I think there's I an think. in there, rum Coke. I, I think Dave and I were going to a Mets game and we went over to like your restaurant where you were working and like, yeah, like the oyster bar. All right, wait for you. Pub, the oyster yeah, wait bar, Grand Central Station since yeah, yeah. 1913, serving sh fresh shellfish daily, over 30 varietals of raw oysters from the east and west coasts of North America. Yeah, well. I don't think we ate there because we were probably too broke to afford even the appetizers. Ah, uh, me neither, dude. <clears throat> Only I, had to, we, I worked there a couple of days a week for about like six, seven years on and off to supplement the acting career. Yeah. Do you really want raw seafood from the West Coast in New York? Like, I have lots of questions. I, and I have lots of answers, you know, that I probably won't bore this view, this listening audience too. But no, they get it. They get it's it fresh. The they, where are they gonna? Where are they gonna do? Not tune in next week. <laughs> <laughs> well, basically, anything that's shipped in overnighted to New York in regard to West Coast seafood, the place where I worked would get the first pick of the litter. And, you know what coming? What came off the plane and things like See, that. See, that's so, the other thing is you shouldn't eat seafood that's packed in litter. That's a that is another caveat that we could. We could continue on to yeah. That would be my advice. It's great advice. But yeah, I mean, that was the thing. It's like you know, when when Dave and I were young and broke, and Sarah, I think you went with us at least one of the trips where we all would we would all go up to New York, and we would one year we did the double dip where we did both New York stadiums, we did Yankee Stadium, and then went over to Queens and went to a yeah, and it was it was the five of us, right? It was Dave, Gene, yourself, me, Tim, and Tim's ponytail. <laughs> We're, we're going to straight, just like inside joke. This is, it's been 20 minutes of kind of inside joke, guys. I'm just going to evolve. Now, listen, I'm five foot seven, five foot eight in, in heels. And like Tim's ponytail, I think, had a couple inches on me. It, at one point, I looked down at my shoes. It was tying my shoes for me because my shoe had got on tied on the. And, and, and somewhere Tim is All screaming right. into well, the void. Oh, poor Tim. That's pretty I good. I mean, that's pretty good, like, 30 minutes before we totally went off the rails. I think that's pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. You know show. what, though? You know what, though? I bet you Tim never remembers any haircut I've ever had in my life, but I will always. I'll take that ponytail to the grave. Yeah, so the Phillies lost 3 nothing. That's a nice yeah, way. Yeah, Horrible. Horrible. They. What they... was your fit? So, which which show did you prefer? The funeral episodes, like the eulogy episodes, or the raw nerve episodes? Ooh, uh, I preferred uh, eulogies in general. Mm. Um, although I can't think of any eulogies for we never had. I mean, they, there was no championships won in this our four year run. Like it would have been so nice. It's all eulogies. If we could have had one. I don't even know what we would have done had they won a didn't championship. Didn't die this year. Yeah. 
yay, we don't have to have a funeral. Like, that would have been great. I don't know. That was my preference. I preferred the the other thing was uh, sometimes those raw nerves would be like after Monday night games or Sunday night games. Yeah, man, they would be late. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the nerves would not be very raw. You know, like the whole idea was like we would be in the heat of the moment. You know, yeah. reacting to a win or 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 suffering a loss. And I feel like half of them it was like, well, the, the this game was decided in the second quarter. And then we had to sit around for three hours. <laughs> now let's go and try to remember how mad we were at like nine o'clock. <laughs> so um, the the funerals, the eulogies, the whatever we called them, they were always they were always more fun because I don't know you could really let the whole season fester and bring all of our personal grudges. Um, a fun cousin to the the funeral episodes and the raw nerves were the okay should we tank episodes we had <laughs> we had way too many of those where it's like <laughs> all right is it time to throw in the towel for the season and i think every time we said yes and then history has proven that we should <laughs> Adelphia should have been four years of tanking you know not not the sixers the sixers were um were I think the most successful team, but for the most part, everybody else should have tanked. Everybody else should have tanked. Yeah, yeah, that's probably. I mean, look, I'm not gonna lie. That that may be. I think if we had more success in the city, this show may be continuing on. I'm not gonna lie. The the Sixers may have just beat it out of me. Uh, the, by this point, and, and I, I'm glad we have Nico in here because he's the bastion of positivity uh, out of this out of this group. But I, I just can't do it. I just can't do it anymore. The Sixers, like I, I, I like I can't I can't talk about them anymore. I, I just they're just oh god. I was thinking about I'm that starting tonight. to get upset now. Like just even thinking about yeah. It. I was thinking about that tonight. I was washing dishes right before I, I signed on here. Right. And I'm like, well, what am I, what am I going to talk about that I'm excited about for Philly sports? And I just kept going back to the Sixers, and I'm like, I just don't even know what to do anymore as a Sixers fan. I don't know what to do anymore. Well, you saw like, the glory is like, or what? Well, I've had thoughts of, I've had thoughts in my head. I'm like, maybe we should trade Embiid. Maybe we should just, maybe we should just start all over. I said, I think I said it in a text string um, to you. This man actually said that we should trade. <laughs> and there goes my feed. Oh, wait. I, did you guys just kick me off? First you said we should it? trade and beat. So I took yeah, you that's, off of the beat. All right. All right. That's all a right. no-go. You can't, you, can't, you can't suggest that. We, we... I did not say that. I just said that that's right, what hold on. I got to reorganize everyone because you're all out, 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 out of line now. And I need – no. So I, no. No, that's not right either. You guys, there we go. Okay, we're back. Boot me off? I didn't say trade Embiid. I said my brain was thinking maybe we could. Maybe well, we don't we trust your brain now. No, I don't. My brain and me are two completely different people. <laughs> no, but seriously, you think about the Sixers and you're like, what, what do we do now? I don't know what to think. I don't know who to trust. I don't know who I, to talk to I was kind of hoping because I literally watched one hockey game in the last probably 30 that the Flyers played. So I was sort of hoping maybe – 
but I know Sarah didn't watch a heck of a lot more Flyers games than I did. Um, but but I know Sarah's been checking out some of the current playoffs. So is there anything that I should get excited for that maybe within the NHL as a whole so that I can fall back in love with hockey? Because I haven't been watching it at all this year. Um. Well, when I left the show in December, I unplugged from sports. Like, like I have been out of touch, and it's been heavenly. <laughs> um, um, but it's... You've also had through, I did have homework. I went back to school. I don't think I told people that in the show. I was kind of keeping that one close to the chest, but whatever. I had lots of homework. That's fine. Whatever. Um... <laughs> Um, but uh, Giroux uh, is with the Panthers. He got traded. Um, good for him. Get the hell out of his godforsaken God town. Um, and he's doing really well with the Panthers. He's, he's contributing. He had a really nice uh, goal to help them um, secure the, the winning game six uh, against the Caps. And um, last I saw, they were up against Tampa, but it was one nothing like it in the first period, but yeah, no. Um, the hockey's been fun, but I have I've hardly been watching it. And I was gonna say, you know, with the Sixers conversation, the nice thing is I can jump right in because I've watched as much Sixers as I did when I would talk about them on a weekly basis. So it it was bad when Dave was off the show one week and it was Gene and I, and like the Sixers were the game in town. And I tried. I totally tried. And it was more or less like um, me pestering Gene with questions. Now, like, now, Gene, like, I saw this happen. I, I can't even think of an example. I can't even. I, I saw him beat, like, slam the ball real good. Did he mean to do that? And, like, we filled an hour. That, that was a high water mark. Um, sorry, that was doctor. That was Doctor Keith. <laughs> Said he was having trouble uh, getting onto the the broadcast, so we may not we may not have him tonight. Um, we were going to talk about a guest. Uh, that was our that was our most dedicated mm-hmm. reoccurring guest was Doctor Keith Heck. Uh, so we got to give a a special thank you to him because he came on the show several times to talk about uh, various injuries and without him, we would have all been just, a, 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 just a bunch of lay person speculating on, uh, on various injuries in Philadelphia. It was mostly Carson Wentz's knee, Carson Wentz's back, Carson Wentz's head. Just there was also head. Embiid stuff too. Um, oh, we had uh, the Embiid prayer circle. I think that was, uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> my sister-in-law <laughs> always says that was her favorite show title was like, we do have some great Embiid. show titles in in the can. I think it's and the some image of the were, of, were very esoteric. You in, in a circle, like the three of you in a circle. <laughs> any other any other show titles you guys remember that? Well, there was the weird one about like Jimmy Butler getting high on a plane. <laughs> oh um, my god, that, that Schrodinger's one. puck. Uh, yeah, Schrodinger's puck. That was a good one. Flu uh, shots and gritty thoughts, or gritty thoughts <laughs> and flu yes. shots. Yeah. That um. Probably was, I, I haven't looked at the numbers in forever, but that was like our most popular episode and did start the cheap listens by featuring Gritty in the title. 
Now, we talked about Grady a bunch. But well, sometimes we would put Grady in the title and we didn't even talk about the Flyers. No, no. We uh, frequently. <laughs> Gritty in the title <laughs> equals more lessons. So that, that's the kind of show we brought to you people. We so hoard ourselves after a little we've bit. we published 192 episodes, if you can believe it. Yeah, and we're well over 200 because I had problems with the software that or the website I used to upload the show to the pod system uh, gave my computer a virus. So if I'm going to get mm. a virus on my computer, I'm going to do something more nefarious than upload a podcast. How's your computer doing <laughs> these days? After that? It's fine. I got a guy and we fixed it. So good. Oh, I am intending to try and to get this rage room. <laughs> Well, I think that that was based on, didn't you and Sarah go to a game shortly after they sort of built the Rage Room into the into the Wells Fargo Center? And you guys were able to sort of take in all of the new wonderful sites that were at the Wells Fargo Center and mostly... That was right there. around that time. Yep, we had season tickets for the 2019-2020 season. Oh, just... The the best thing, the best season going for the Flyers in our entire time, and COVID just completely derailed it. They legitimately had a shot at the Stanley Cup there. The way the way that team was clicking, they could have won the cup. They didn't, and then there was a pandemic, and an insurrection, <laughs> and just plenty of fun things. How about how about this uh, how about this episode? What's your sign? Just kidding. The Astros already told me. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> One of the few that we didn't use the uh, a Philly sports reference. Yeah, symptoms symptoms of Mountain Dew balls. Yeah, <laughs> Mountain Dew balls. <laughs> we love the Mountain Dew ball on this yeah. show. <laughs> oh man, that was great. John Rambo's first Holy Communion. <laughs> that was a good episode too. That wasn't just a good title. That was a good episode. What was that episode about? I don't even remember. It was two years ago. That was in the in the lockdown when no sports were going. Yeah, it was um, right after March Madness. Yeah. Right. And we we did like <laughs> Desert Island video games, I think. Okay. And um Gene had gotten a Rambo video game for his first Holy Communion, I believe. <laughs> That's true. That is an incredible memory, Sarah. Wow. What is it the show title? I mean, <laughs> yeah, but if I know I you know, I was there and I was my first communion and I forgot that that's what it was referencing. Okay. I am currently picturing second grade Gene with like a little lot like, like her, white tie getting a Rambo video game for <laughs> Amazing, amazing image. And I'm sure this is the story. I'm sure this is the story that I told, but like that game was so difficult that like my dad called like the hotline to ask for tips. (laughs) And like we still couldn't figure it out. So we went to return it. And the guy at 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 Toys R Us happened to know how to play the game. And the trick was in order to get from stage to stage, is there were these like compass points that you had to stand on and press the up button and then you could advance to the next stage and once we figured out how to do that then i was able to you know move along and rambo so we didn't end up returning the game but i I never i never beat rambo on nintendo but well i got i got my i got that for first holy communion since you all have such good memories anyone want to explain to me what this episode was about 
Donald Trump's Reese's PCP candy bowl. That was, I think that was the, that was the um, Philadelphia Stars episode because Donald Trump used to. Oh, yeah, yeah, the US yeah, yeah. That could, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. <sighs> Mosquitoes, canned crowd noise, and cold canned pasta. I have no idea what we were talking about there. Did, did Kyle Schwerber just have his worst game as a Philly? What do you have? What do you have? You guys, he got a sombrero. Oh, but yeah. also I think Sombrero, an arrow. Four strikeouts, over four, four strikeouts, and then he let a runner, a runner, you know, easy outfield ground ball slip right past his glove too, which yeah. allowed you. Which I oh, I allowed. saw that play. I did get to see that play. That was unfortunate. yeah, man. I would love to get him out of his funk. Vinny Velo and the bean baseball beanstalk. Vinny Velo was another favored character. Yeah, you can lump him in there with all the other crazies. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that the favorite players, at least to talk about, maybe not necessarily to watch, were Vinny Velasquez, uh, Carson Wentz, um, uh, Ben Simmons, um, Claude Giroux. uh, We got to go. We also we also were around for the uh, the Aguilar saga. Uh, Aguilar, yeah. You're Aguilar. uh, Sarah is celebrating. That's good. Yeah, cheers. Um, we also went on a on a class field trip. Uh, oh yeah, we went, we went to the Winter fun. Classic or the the Stadium Series game against Pittsburgh. That um, we got to see all kinds of fun things, uh, including a lot of rain. But uh, we there was like a, a double uh, a pull the goalie goal, I believe, uh, to get us into overtime in that game, um, which was very exciting because uh, Dave is always a big fan of. Pulling the goalie. I love a pull the goalie. You love it. That's my favorite goalie is a pulled goalie. Yeah. yeah. But no, that was a phenomenal game. That was one of the best, the most fun sporting events I ever attended. And I have no idea how I'd feel if they, if they lost. Because it, oh, it was all, it was like, I would say it's miserable, but it was it was a good experience. It was like you want to be out there braving the elements. You don't want to go. I went to an outdoor game and it was you know fifty degrees, clear, no wind. You know, no, it you want to be, yeah, you want to be ugly. You want to say like, I suffered through it, and yeah, you know, watch the captain put the the biscuit in the basket or whatever the guy at the subway uh, the septic station is saying that dave just was completely infatuated with it was just like that is like the perfect like philly hockey fan um that episode by the way is called the classic in winter yeah the classic in winter because it was not the winter classic you know you can go back and check out all these episodes i'm not gonna i'm not gonna pull them yeah and stay up there forever what, what about the um we were we were making shows regularly when the Bryce Harper signing, oh yeah, was announced, and like what a moment that was. <laughs> that was probably our closest like winning a championship moment. <laughs> that that really was like I remember us he initially getting... said that he wanted to win a championship in uh, Washington D.C., but here he was. Well, I mean, that whole thing was we were we we were we thought that they might be be getting Manny Machado. It was are they going to get Machado? He showed up for like that meeting on on that. Oh yeah, he rolled up to the stadium in that slick. He was all slick. 
Yeah. yeah. And and there was like an electri- a union electrician like hollering at him or something. I think that was Jim Tomey. Oh no, no, I think that you're right. I think that, that do the right thing. Yes. Do the right thing. <laughs> one yeah. one solitary fan. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that was I it. think we can safely say that the Phillies actually made the right call there because Bryce Harper has an MVP oh, and Manny Machado has been in San Diego and doesn't well, have an MVP. We did we did end our run here with uh over twenty thousand downloads. Um I don't know if that's a lot. I don't, it see, feels it sounds like a, like a lot. Yeah, it 20, sounds like 000. a lot. Feels like a I mean, that's, that's more. That can't be all just people that are related to me. Like that, there's got to be some other people mixed in there. Like Did you say, like you had 192 strangers. Yeah. What's that? 192 shows. Yeah. So you're averaging over 100 downloads a show. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's not a lot. What are you talking about? <laughs> that's fantastic. It's not like you have like six people listening every week. Do you have over 100 people a week listening to yeah. you? Hey, Dave. What are you talking about? I'm one of What's them. What's that, sir? What do, you think, what do you think? I'm small potatoes? You are no. a potato. You're a potato head. <laughs> um, speaking of listeners, uh, take a quick look in the chat. We might want to share something from another Sarah. Um, I am in the chat. Oh. Well, maybe you're blocked. But um, friend of the show, uh, Sarah uh Brignali, who I've never met in real life, so that's why I'm butchering her last name. I apologize. She and her husband have been listeners of the show for a long time. Yes, they... it's like episode zero. <laughs> and they were um, organic, I guess. Like they, they found the show and they stuck with us and you know, we're we're happy to have you um, you know, got to you know become internet friends, uh, especially with Sarah. So yeah, um, just wanted to shout out. I would share your comment if I could. Dave doesn't see them. Um, I'm blaming misogyny. That's uh, up yeah, to you. Maybe that comment is that comment on my 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 post and not the the stream. No, it's on the no stream. idea. Oh, okay. It's under comments. I see it. All right, I can't. I don't see and, it on the uh, on the Streamyard feed here. I don't know what I'm. Mean. Well, I, I always see Tim's. I don't know. Sarah specifically mentioned the hashtag lose for Hughes, which was the name of the first Flyers tanking episode. Should the Flyers lose for Hughes? Didn't they go on like a 10 game winning streak as soon as we released (laughs) that episode? Yeah, they did. They're good like that. And gritty zip lining into the stadium was epic. More gritty content. Got to give the people what they want. Gritty content. I think that we really should get at least partial credit for Gritty's popularity, honestly. <laughs> I think that Gritty would have been yeah. nothing without us. Yeah. I mean, we really did sort of carry the mascot content through the whole show because I think we have a whole show where we are venting. Certainly, we put into the penalty box the new fanatic outfit, the sort of Elton John fanatic, which we were not fans of. Uh, I am certainly glad that we've got classic fanatic back in the fold. Um, but yeah, we had to cover all kinds of legal issues like that. We, we, we the case so, of, 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 of the owner of the design versus uh, the fanatic. So mascots, fashion, Adelphia was a big, uh, a big component of our show. We love talking uniforms. Yeah. Um, 
alternate uniforms, hats, you know, all that stuff. Um, but you know, what about uh, River Riverboat Jean? That was my favorite character. So I love Riverboat Jean. I'm gonna miss. I'm gonna miss being Riverboat Jean. Now I'm just gonna be setting over and unders like just around my house, and uh, it's gonna be, you know, over under. If when I'm gonna do the dishes? Ooh, I wonder what's gonna happen. Listen, um, I still have the um, I, I like. I still have our, our over unders for the uh, the Philly season. So like, don't act like we're not gonna like revisit that. Riverboat Jean. <laughs> and I love I still love Dave's accent for it because it's like vaguely New England, which like was not the home of the riverboat. It's like Riverboat Jean. <laughs> riverboat Jean. I want to get I always wanted to get that icon like a little cigarette dangling out of his mouth. <laughs> That we can, can do that. We can, we can make that happen. Is Dave going to do a live here? Place your Speaking of impressions, um, we had Mickey. For, uh, I can't remember the character's last name, but Mickey from uh, Rocky as a guest here. Gold. And, <laughs> and Nico, uh, speaking of fathers and people actually listening to the show, um, <laughs> they my parents like had a discussion. It's like Burgess Meredith is dead, right? They did not really get him. And I, I don't think <laughs> oh, I've ever God, passed God. that compliment on to you, but they, they had to question whether Burgess Meredith was alive or dead after. Sometimes I have to question whether or not. <laughs> can, I mean, can you Burgess regale Meredith. us with some, uh, some Mickisms? Oh, I'll pull that right out of my, you know where. <laughs> Of course, I'll say whatever you want me to say. <laughs> do the do the I liked you better. Oh, I liked you better when you was carrying spit. <laughs> That's my favorite. That is the best one, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. And of course, our women weak in legs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, I love that though. It's uh, that was the best. Actually, that's my favorite memory of the show. Selfishly, was when you asked me to come on and do Mick for the first time, and I actually had about I don't know four or five of my neighbors sitting in my garage, live with me, sitting silently drinking beer in the background while I was doing Mick for you guys. That's, it was, that it was is great. It, it that was a great, great moment. I so, so should we end? Um, should we end the show doing some? Uh... Well, that's the wrong one. Oh, oh, oh. No, that's the wrong no. one. Hey, that's the one. There it is. <laughs> that's the one. This app has literally changed the order of the uh, the whistles. Uh, that has been how long uh, it's been since we've done a, uh, a trip to the penalty box. Okay, so we are going to the penalty box for the first time in a long time, and we're going to start with my favorite penalty box victim, the one who's not coughing. So Dave, Dave, who is in your penalty box this evening? Listen, uh, it, this has to be like a, a broad sweeping penalty box. This can't just be like, oh, this is just something trivial that happened this week. So um, for, for my penalty box, I'm going to put in everyone that that was part of the reason that we had to start this show every person who who is in front of a microphone that gets 
paid to give horrible, horrible takes on sports, um, inflammatory takes, highly opinionated takes that aren't grounded in reality. Uh, the the Angelo Cataldi's of the world, the Skip Baylesses of the world, um, those out there that are just fishing for for likes, listens, downloads, views, whatever, and don't represent the true voice of the fan base, and particularly the Philly fan base uh, that kind of give us all a bad rap and 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 you know kind of force this type of show to exist for, for people that have like, Hey, we like to, uh, to enjoy sports talk without an insane person leading the, uh, leading the conversation. So, uh, for that, I'm putting, um, you know, just a hot take talk radio, uh, into the penalty box. All right. Hot take artist, traditional sports talk. You're going in the penalty box. You're getting, Two minutes for being outdated and overdone. I'm going to hang up, but I'm not going to listen. Sports Radio, you're going in the penalty box. It's like you're leaving again? <laughs> All right. Uh, Nico, I, we're kind of putting you on the spot. Did you have someone you want to put oh, in the penalty box this evening? I don't have anybody in particular to put it in the penalty box, except for, let's just call it, every free agent signing that we've made I'm not going to point out it. I'm not going to name any names. James Harden. Um, I know it's like super recent James Harden, but you know, for every free agent signing that we've had, that's been this big, robust plan of action. Let's go for it. Let's go all the way. Um, that just kind of completely showed up or didn't show up and completely fizzled out. I'm putting you big free agent signing that never worked out into the penalty box. James Harden into the penalty box, James Harden into the penalty box. Did I mention I'm not going to mention any names. All right. So for players who remain nameless and represent free agents or trades that came to Philadelphia and just worked out, we had a four-year run. How did none of you work out? Bryce Barker, you're perfect. Don't change. Free agents, you're going into the penalty box for four minutes because I forgot my spiel here. So free agents, double minor. Oh, All right, Gene, as long as you're not hacking up along, how about you tell us who's in your penalty box? I think I can muddle through. Um, I feel like it would be very off-ran for me <laughs> if I didn't um, put people that are born in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, South Jersey, Delaware, really any place that's not Dallas, Texas, uh, who are Cowboys fans, um, and live, especially if you were born in Philadelphia, your father is an Eagles fan, your grandfather was an Eagles fan, your great-grandfather was an Eagles fan, and you decided that because Troy Aikman and, and Emmett Smith were winning Super Bowls that you were going to be a Cowboys fan. Well, there is nothing in the world that is more despicable than a Philadelphia-born and bred Cowboys fan. It just You just hate fun. You hate being a member of the community. You just want to have people hate you and and be angry at you. And I don't understand why you can't just get with the program and feel the right kind of pain. And I think, honestly, you're the reason why the Cowboys have been cursed this long. It is Philadelphia Dallas Cowboys fans that are dragging that entire franchise down. I have no evidence to support that. I rarely have evidence to support anything, I say. But if this is the last time I get the chance to say this, 
Dallas sucks. On brand as always, uh, for Dallas, for the Dallas Cowboys, specifically Dallas fans born in the greater Philadelphia area, if you say the word Wooder, you're not allowed to be a Cowboys fan, according to Gene. Have some local pride, represent your city, your at least your television, you know, group or whatever. Um, Cowboys fans in the 215 or the 610 or the 484, and how many area codes do we have? You're getting two minutes as I figure that out. Cowboy fans in Philly, go in the penalty box. Sarah, who is in your penalty box? All right here. Um, special mention, uh, I'm going to piggyback off yours, Dave. Um, if I have beaten one drum in my time on Potadelphia, it has been when people have a platform and use it irresponsibly. I have my Twitter feuds and my axes to grind. Uh, lots of them at the Snow the Goalie podcast, I'll mention in particular. Um, they, I think, are particularly irresponsible. But really, anyone who has a platform and uses it. Um, What's the name so, of that journalist that you always get into it with, too? Um, Sam Chikriti? No, oh, not uh, with Sam Carcini. No, Sam, I just give Sam a hard time. He doesn't retaliate too much. Uh-huh. But no, there are plenty. There are plenty. But um, on that note, I will say for all of us who I really want to throw into the penalty box tonight are fans who gatekeep. You know, uh, I mean, this might include Gene a little for the, the Cowboys fans in Philadelphia, but but the ones who push out fans that don't fit the mold. You know, this applies to to female fans, this applies to queer fans, this applies to, you know, black fans who watch hockey, this applies to anyone who doesn't fit a very narrow-minded worldview of that you are a sports fan and these kind of people aren't. In whatever fan base, in in movies, in comics, in sports, in in music, whatever the case is, if you are the kind of fan that says, in order to like what I like, you have to do X, Y, Z. You can go right to hell. We have made it a platform here at Potadelphia to include people. You know, there is no test for you to be a Philadelphia sports fan. If you love these teams, if you like these teams, if you have a passing interest in liking these teams, we want you to feel welcome. And for anybody who pushes people away as opposed to pull them in, I'm pushing you away. You're getting a 10-minute game misconduct for making our fan base smaller and not bigger. Right. What was that, the end? That was the end. Sorry, I'm still trying to get Dr. Keith on the show. <laughs> <laughs> With a segment that you would not let me title, What the Heck? With <laughs> all good, all good. Well, um, so, I mean, that's, I mean, that's it. We do some thank yous. Yeah, thank mm-hmm. yous. We could we we could do some thank yous. <clears throat> Producer Gene, why don't you start us off with the thank yous? Okay. Um. Uh, I'll thank. Um, this is Thanksgiving dinner. We're gonna go around the table and tell tell everyone who we're thankful for. I I'm gonna thank my my three illustrious co-hosts because um literally we could not 
have done. I, I would not have wanted to do this as a monologue. Um, growing <laughs> up as, you know. Although you did deliver several. I did. That's true. Um, gr growing up as, um, you know, most people did around here. You, you grow up listening to talk radio and you say, you know, God, I, I could do this. I, I do this with my friends anyway. Um, you know, not everybody has gotten the chance to actually spend four years living out what was the thing that they wanted to do when they were 10 and they were driving around in the car and just being like, I could do that. I absolutely could do that. In fact, I actually worked in radio for 10 years and never had as much fun on the actual radio as I did um, doing this show. So that's um, thank you to the, the people that have been able to share this experience with me over the last four years. Um, thank you for uh, the, the, the people that have kept coming back. I know that they, uh, we sort of joke that we have a small listener base, but I think that the, the, the important thing is that we've had very loyal listeners. The people that have sort of picked up on what we do have, have stuck with it. Um, I'm sure that, Dave and Sarah Nico will probably also echo like thank you to the painted lines. I honestly think that it extended the life of this show probably a full year that we were able to easily sort of transition into doing video streaming. I've actually really enjoyed, especially through the, the pandemic part, um, being able to stream. I think we did find some new some new folks. I think that we added an and interesting Gene, Yeah. Gene, I, I'm I'm happy that your transition that was live streamed was easy. Oh yeah, sorry. I'm kidding. Good, Go on. Good point, sir. Um, but um, I think uh, the the maybe the main thing that I I'm thankful for is that um, I I don't think that I ever saw any um any like nastiness that um you get in like on moss that you would get like in a lot of things where you expose, you know, put your opinions out on the internet. I think for the most part, uh, the people that were able to find the show and what we were able to sort of add to, to the channel, uh, was generally a positive thing. So, um, thanks for everyone for, if you didn't like what we do, uh, what we were doing, uh, shutting the fuck up. So, um, yeah. And, uh, so thank you for that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, in general, the main thing I want to say thanks for is for, thanks for hanging in with us. Um, like Dave said earlier, I don't, I don't think that this, you should look at this as an extinction, as more of a an evolution as to what we're going to be next. I don't know what it's going to look like, um, but um, I don't think that you know it's it's so long so much as like it's ta ta. See you till yeah. You know, see you later. So, but yeah, no. So um, whoever wants to go next, that's that's my time. Uh, I hear the band playing. <laughs> I'll jump. I'll jump in there. Um, I echo so much of what you said, Gene. Um, for the people that have listened to us, you know, for a time, Dave, you, you expressed it well um, on a, a Facebook post. You know, there are lots of people who were avid listeners for a time and then disappeared for a bit and then came back. And just anyone who has supported us um, over the, the years, if you if you made the time to listen to us, especially if you made the time to let us know that you were listening and what you liked and what you didn't like. And like Gene said, people have been kind. People have been, you know, uh, there's been very little, really, there's been no ugliness. There's been very little pushback of any sort. I especially appreciate it. I I joked with Gene because I was going to mention it. I was in a really vulnerable position when we started live streaming. 
it was one of those opportunities that it was like, yeah, we'll do it. I'm like, great. I'm at a point in my life. I want nobody to see me. Let's go on camera every week. <laughs> and to start, I was pulling all my hair up into a, a hat. Um, you know, I, and I, I put myself out there to the world, to the internet and people were kind and I can't tell you how, how wonderful that is. And, and to you guys, my co-hosts, you know, uh, Dave, Jean, Nico, you guys have, it's been great. It's been great. Um, you know, especially, uh, to you, Dave and Jean, when we would do this on a weekly basis, I'm like, it was the highlight of my week, you know, as just pre-pandemic even, you don't get to see your friends too much as an adult, you know, not when, when you have obligations, you don't get to see your, your friends too much. It was my weekly hangout with my friends and we got to talk sports and people listened, you know, and it, so it was always a highlight of my week even when it became difficult to manage, you know, that, that I think should be the main takeaway. This show is not ending due to a lack of love. It's just, we all have real jobs. We all have real lives and it's, it's a lot to manage at any given point. But um, to, to the three of you, especially to all the fans who have listened to all the people I've interacted with um, to our <laughs> our spouses and a couple of us former spouses that that was a fun development over the course of the series um to, to all those people who have supported us in our personal lives to help you know the show go on week to week um thank you thank you for listening now thank you for listening in the past thank you for checking out whatever we do in the future i don't know i don't really know how to follow, follow that up but um, Nico, do you want to go? Do you have anyone? Yeah, I'll go because you should be last. Okay, do that. And my, my thank you is very short and succinct because that's all I feel like I deserve because all credit is due to the three of you who started this thing. Um, I started off as a listener because you got, you were my friends, you know, but I kept on listening because I actually learned a lot because you actually know what you're talking about. But more importantly, you represent the Philadelphia sports fan base so well, you know, with your with, you know, with your opinions, with you, with your feelings, your passion. It all kind of really comes through in your show. And I also enjoyed how the show transcended Philly sports and just kind of went into the sports world in general, into the real world in general, into the really weird world that we're all living in. And you really had to, again, face some pretty crazy things outside of the show in the real world. And you tied them into your show so nicely on such a consistent basis, which is why you consistently had listenership. And, and you know, for that, I thank you because, yeah, it was a breath of fresh air every week. Um, nice work. And thanks for having me on, too, because um, that's a blast, you know. <laughs> it's, it's been really fun. Well, yeah, there's a reason we, we ask you to come on, and it's because we have fun when, whenever you're on, too. Um, yeah, so I mean, like you know, I, I want to thank the I want to thank the team over at the Whip Around because that's kind of where this whole like podcast thing amongst our our, our friend group started, and they really kind of blazed the trail um, with me and and kind of showed me how you know Gene how we did it from an audio standpoint, and you know, absolutely the painted lines, and specifically uh, Jason Blevins who 
kind of enrolled us into this uh, into this like crazy weird painted lines the brotherhood uh, that does like all kinds of great stuff and content and I'll tell you what when I said like you have to generate content to make this thing work like that team um, that team generates some damn content uh, and and they're pumping out stuff like on the regular so if you haven't subscribed to the pain lines on YouTube channel like you absolutely must and if you have not subscribed to the whip around uh, on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts, uh, you absolutely must because they're doing they're doing great work over there and they're and they're all great guys and uh, Sarah, like you said, like absolutely supportive community. Uh, never put any sort of restraints on this show in any way besides changing some of our show titles every once in a while to keep us like. You're not going to get any views naming your show that nonsense, but um, so, so yeah, so that was, yeah. And I, it, obviously, you know, my family who lets me just disappear uh, for a couple of hours every week um, to come do this uh, with my friends. And, uh, you know, ultimately at the end of the day, I just want to thank every single Philadelphia sports fan out there that buys tickets listens to shows like this supports their teams in a like positive healthy way and and just gives energy uh to these teams because for me there's no greater distraction from reality than um than sports and uh and what these teams do for us and uh at the end of the day really more than anything else god bless the philadelphia phillies like just <laughs> There's no team I love more. Um, and, uh, yeah, like they, that's really all I have. I mean, anything else, any other final thoughts anyone has? Is Because that's it. I can't wait to see what we come out with next because please don't, don't unsubscribe, uh, don't unreview, and don't unfollow the show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And please continue to, social, to check us out on social media. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, just search Potadelphia. Yeah, I'm excited for for to do some to do some new and different things, but uh, we don't have a uh, we don't have a um, a deadline on that right now. So uh, yeah, there's nothing else. We won't see you next week. And have a great day at work, everybody, because we are actually out of here. <laughs>